Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his ni'mam and his bounties. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us another day in this dunya. While at the same time many, many, many people went to sleep last night hoping to be on top of the ground to be amongst the people but Allah had different plans little they knew that this would be our last moment in this dunya only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows when our time to depart from this world will be no one else except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows how long we've got left in this dunya. To thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always, it is a blessing. The only person who can thank Allah is the one who understands the ni'mah given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we understand the bounties, the ni'mah, uncounted ni'mah given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appreciate them then only a person can thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala many human beings out there they've never raised their hands to thank the creator and it's always referred back to themselves I did what I did I got what I did and I am who because of my own efforts. But all that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whenever we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy, pleased, and He gives us even more ni'mah than we expected. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah number 83. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ When we took covenant with the people of Israel, Banu Israel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions few things in this ayah. The first one, لا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا اللَّهِ Do not worship anyone except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And many people, little they understand that to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone is about is only to do with the salat we pray. But it has the whole meaning of purpose of our life. La ta'buduna illallah, do not worship except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't mean that to pray our five times daily. It is to do with every actions. What we say what we do it should be all related to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we do anything do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we say something we should always think will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be upset with what I say the whole life should be based on Pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And straight after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And to be kind to the parents. And now this is the point I would like to mention in my today's reminder that generation after generation after generation is like you passed a parcel. You are young, small child, you become a teenager, you become a young person, you have responsibilities, and you grow old, you become a parent, and then you have a children, and so on. But it always seems like the elders are expecting 100% from the young ones rather than the other way around. And if you look at the hadith of Ibn Abbas where he mentioned the Prophet Muhammad said, لَيْسَ مِنَّا مَنْ لَمْ يَرْحَمْ صَغِيرًا وَيُوَقِّرْ كَبِيرًا وَيَأْمُرْ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَنَحَنِ مُنْكُرْ Four things the Prophet Muhammad mentioned in this hadith. The first one is, he's not one of us, he's not amongst us. He's not the one who follows our teaching, our way of life. Who? The one who doesn't have mercy on the young ones. And I normally give example that put yourself in the middle. So you have elders on one side and you have young ones on the other side. And you are right in the middle. It is always, if you look at the hadith of the Prophet is teaching us how to be, to treat the young ones and have respect for the elders and teaching us how to treat the elders. And you are right in the middle. And like I said before, it's the past, past the parcel. Today you are in the middle, tomorrow you are going to be the elder one. And your young ones will be will take your place. So it's the way we treat and the way we teach our young ones. Hopefully, inshallah, tomorrow they'll come and treat us the same way. So the Prophet Muhammad telling us, he's not amongst us, he's not one of us who doesn't follow our way of life and teaching by not having mercy upon the young ones. If we're gonna have follow the teaching of the Prophet Muhammad having mercy on the young ones, be kind to them, be nice to them, so tomorrow they can have mercy on us and be kind to us. kabiran and those who were before us. And by the way, in this hadith, the Prophet does not talk about our, your own children, our children, or our parents. It's a general, young ones, elders. It doesn't mention about Muslim. It doesn't give us the, the license to say that we respect the young Muslims and disrespect the non-young Muslims. Respect the elders Muslims and disrespect the elders non-Muslims. Because the Prophet Muhammad was sent for the whole Ummah. Whenever a janazah used to pass of a dead person, 
and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to ask, "Who is that janazah for?" And if he was told of a non-Muslim, someone who's left this world with without iman, he used to cry. And upon us, the Sahaba asked Rasulullah, he's not one of us, he's not a Muslim. He says that's the whole purpose of Prophet Muhammad being sad, is because one of my ummah left this world without Iman. Because he was saying for the whole ummah. So when a person dies without iman, he is to hurt the Prophet Muhammad That one of my ummah left this dunya without iman. So when the hadith is talking about having mercy upon the young ones and respect the elders, it's not limited amongst our four walls in the house, just to my father and mother, to my uncle and auntie, or to the young ones of my own children or my nephew and nieces. Remember, we are representing Islam. You have two different children, one is a Muslim, one is a non-Muslim, and you show kindness to the Muslim one and you show unkindness to the non-Muslim one. What message are you sending as a Muslim to that child who is not a Muslim? Or you're sitting in a public transport and you see a non-Muslim elder person and you don't allow them to give them a seat. You don't stand up to allow them to sit because they're old. Suddenly after two minutes a Muslim person enters the bus or, uh, or, or train and you stand up straight away and allow them to sit down. What message have you given to that non-Muslim elder? And which part of the teaching of the Prophet Muhammad have we followed? When the Prophet Muhammad said, he's not amongst us who doesn't have mercy upon the young one and who doesn't respect the elders. When today we'll have mercy upon the young ones, we're teaching them to respect. Tomorrow, inshallah, when they grow old and we grow older and we, be, we need their help and support, they will respect us. You hear a lot of people complain, to say young ones nowadays, they have no respect for the elders. But how much mercy and kindness have we showed them? How much teaching have we taught them? In the same hadith, the Prophet Muhammad mentioned two more things. Amr bil ma'roof wa nahi anil munkar To teach others about good and to protect them from evil. When a child does something wrong, we are quick to let them know they have wronged. We don't waste time in that. They are penalized straight away. But teaching them with kind words and explanation, the impact of that is much greater than criticizing a child.
I remember once a father came to me and asked me, he said, Mulana, can you speak to my child? My child is start picking up some bad habits. I said, which kind of a habit? He says, start smoking. And I had to smile. I had to smile because himself was smoking in front of me. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but he hasn't done anything wrong except for following your footsteps. You're showing a, a bad example. And what are you expecting your child to do? Because if you're going to tell them that smoking is bad for your health, the next question is going to be then, why are you doing that? You don't want a good health? And there you ask that questions. You'll be penalized. Why are you being so rude and asking such questions to your elders? But the child is not wrong. They just need an explanation. If it is wrong, then why are you doing it? If we as a parent, we are not praying our five times daily, but yet we are expecting our children to be in the masjid five times daily, to pray their salat daily. Is this salat first on them only? Is zakat only on them only? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Surah Al-Baqarah and have mercy and kindness to your parents, to your elders because the straight away after Bil Walidayn Ihsana, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned within Qurba. Not only the parents, but the next family members. So not only my father and mother, the one I'm supposed to be respecting them, everyone who's connected to your parents is supposed to respect them too. Anyone who's elder than you, to respect them too. But again, I refer back, if we show mercy to the young ones, then tomorrow they'll have respect for us. It starts from me. And for those who still have their elders alive, this is an opportunity because I've had so many people crying tears to say, I wish I could have my parents just for one more moment so I could tell them how much I love them. But they're no longer in this world. The only day I'm going to see them is on the day of Qiyamah. The day which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ That day every person will be worried about themselves and nothing but themselves. Even the father will have no time for his children. The children will have no time for their parents. The mother who gave birth to her children should have no time for her kids. Because every individual will be worried about what's going to happen to me. This is the moment we have. If you can't have time for your parents, the same parents who look after you day and night, 
When you couldn't sleep, they couldn't sleep. They wouldn't eat before you were fed. And you would cry talking a language no one would understand but your parents would understand. When you are ill, everybody else is ill. When you are uncomfortable, everybody else is uncomfortable. And suddenly Allah gives us some muscles in the body and some understanding in the brain and we become mature and we have this eagerness showing how cool we are, how independent we are, where we have no time for our parents to come home is the way how you respect them, how you talk to them, how you react to their requests. That have a busy day at university, at college, at work. Your parents, your mom, she was waiting for you to eat first before she can eat. She has cooked such a nice meal. And all she gets to reply is, I've had some burgers, some fries, some takeaways with my friends. I'm not hungry. For those, their parents have passed away. Wallahi, they wish they were here next to them just to look at their faces. Say nothing. Because even to look at their faces and to, keep, to see a smiling face, to make your parents smile and happy, the Prophet Muhammad told us such a great reward for that. Imagine if you, you did their khidmat. Give me a glass of water, you go happily with a happy face. How happy they will be and how happy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be. Respecting elders and have mercy upon the young ones, it will give us benefit of both. Respecting elders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be happy with us. And kindness to the young ones, we teaching them how to, to behave when they become old. And that's the teaching of the Prophet Muhammad The one who doesn't have mercy upon the young one is not one of us. He's not following our teachings, our way of life. The one who doesn't have respect for the elders, again, he's not one of us. The one who doesn't, who doesn't teach good and who doesn't stop people from evil also is not one of us. The Prophet Muhammad mentioned this at least four people, four actions. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first of all, to give me the tawfiq and ability to act upon the teaching of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq to live, to live a life that would be, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be happy with us when we leave this world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us a husnul khatim, inshaAllah.